The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. This is Soulful Living on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Terry Williams. Hey, wherever you are in the world today, I welcome you to another 30 minutes of Soulful Living here in Empower Radio. Super excited. This is my third video call, although I've had my show for 10 years. This is my third video, and I am so honored to have Robin Rice with me here today. Robin has really been a significant um, part of my healing journey. I've been connected with Robin through Facebook for about eight years and taken some of her online courses, and um, some of her meditations were what got me through the height of my uh, COVID experience. I was so grateful to have those. And I think I'm taking her course, Training the Inner Warrior Online, for the third time. So <laughs> that tells you how much I love Robin's work. She's one of a handful of people that I have actually followed the last uh, 90 days. And so welcome, Robin. I'm really honored that you're here with me. Oh, I'm delighted. This is exciting. Yeah. Um, and you know, I mean that, that you. your work has, it makes me feel a little emotional because even reading, uh, we're going to talk about it, but reading Mapping the Great Journey, I feel so connected to what you're putting out there and what's happening within our world right now and within our inner world. So thank you for that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm so I'm so glad you're reading along and it's resonating. Yeah, it really is. So let's uh, dive right in and let's talk about that. I mean, you've been you've been guiding people on mapping their soul, which you have completely changed the terminology around to mapping the great journey. Yeah. But you've been guiding people on that for a really long time, and through this phase of what's happening within our world, you are really sharing your own ideas and how we are transforming. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I decided that it was time to bring these maps to kind of the business world, if you will, which is why it gets published on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. Um, and I have a growing newsletter there. Uh, the, the world is on fire, which is step one of the alchemical journey. But there's quite a few maps that I've worked with over the years. Um, I've been teaching uh, five main maps for oof, probably close to a decade. And I still feel like I'm like a total newbie when I put it out. I'm like, I, you could write entire volumes on every step of every journey. But, you know, we have the heroes, the heroines and the anti-heroes journey. We have um, a map that I found out of Piero Ferrucci's work, um, which he never put out as a map, but is, is a glorious map. Um, we have, you know, teal organizations, Frederick Laloux and um, Integral work. There's, you know, there's just so many different ways to see this journey that we're on. And um, most of the world, really, if they know any map at all, they know the hero's journey. Mm -hmm. And that's a masculine journey. Um, and, you know, they, they don't even know that there is a heroine's journey that goes with it, <laughs> which is what we're in right now. Uh, so, yeah, so it's just... Um, trying to put it out there in a way that makes complete sense to what's going on right now. So it's really easy 
to get it. These are all reasonably esoteric. And so finding real grounded ways to say, this is what we are going through and you're probably going through. I know I'm still going through these maps. Um, you know, there's also the map of, of enlightenment, if you will, uh, which many traditions have. So, well, and let's give the listeners an idea of what you mean by map. Yeah. Right. What is a map? A map is something that shows you where you are, can show you where you've been and shows you where you're going. It's as simple as that. And so these are universal maps. Some people would say that the tarot is a map of 52 stages. The I Ching is a map. Um, There's lots of different maps out there that cover the terrain of the human experience and growth process. Mm -hmm. Because we're all universally human, all of the maps land for us somehow. Some resonate more than others. Sometimes one map makes sense in a way that another map doesn't on a given day, but then the next time it's the reverse, but they're all just clues to what are we doing here? You know, the big question, what is this all about? Like, are we really just going cradle to the grave and Hey, that was fun. Um, most people don't think that most people feel like there's a much bigger process going on. Yeah. And we are always searching for guidance, even even if we're a guide, if we consider right. ourselves a guide, right? Yes. We're still searching for guidance because everything changes. I like what you said about this is what works now, but it maybe it wasn't working, you know, that it, it just changes. Right. And um, even as somebody who thinks of myself as a guide, even if I only thought of it as a parent, I'm continuously shifting and needing guidance. Absolutely. And these maps give us some guidance. They say, okay, well, this is what's going on now. So this is what's coming. This is what you can prepare for. This is what, you know, you don't need to be surprised by because it's very universal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I also like that you kind of switched up that terminology of soul to the journey. Um, What, as I read through your stuff, you use the word conscious a lot. Yeah. And um, I mean, you are a conscious leader, you know, you're helping us all kind of. Yeah, well, you are. And you're helping us all step into um, a new, I I say new, but kind of a new old reality by explaining the things that have been happening and the potential of what could happen based upon all of that. Absolutely. And there's, you know, there's so many layers and levels. The soul is one level. The spirit is a level. You know, the body is a level. We've got, you know, our our human existence. We have no word for what would be our non-human existence, but many people experience something other than the typical five senses. So what do you call that? Moving through identities, um, getting stuck, being willing to move forward, not knowing where. We don't live in a culture that gives you a map. Yeah, I mean, except for the go to college, get a job, retire and die. I mean, that map is pretty obvious to most people, but there's so many richer interpretations of what we're doing here. But the culture has gotten rid of almost all of them. Yeah. Materialism. Yeah. And I think that that's why there's uh, this call to the mystic, you know, call to mysticism and and consciousness, whatever, whatever words you want to use around it. But that's why there's this call. And uh, thankfully, we have the internet and we can kind of filter out 
what seems real to us and what doesn't and be able to find some of that, those additional guideposts and insights like yours, really. And keep in mind consciousness. The reason I moved to consciousness is because it is more encompassing of many different layers and levels. Mm -hmm. Consciousness is, so if there is more to you than you know, which pretty much anyone would say where the tip of the iceberg is the part of us that we know. But if we are more than the sum of our human parts and experiences, then consciousness just gives us access to more of that experience. That's all consciousness does. It's not the Holy grail. It's not the, you know, the, the finish line per se. It's simply greater and greater access. And I don't care how long I'm on this journey as long as I'm Robin, um, you know, I'm not going to see it all. (laughs) That's just the way it is. Right. I told that totally resonates with me because I know I'm not going to see it all. I'm not even going to see an iota of what is really out there. Right. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Like there's this whole, uh, level of experience that I probably will never, never reach in this life, this lifetime. Um, you, I want to rewind just a second here. You talk a bit about awakening a lot. You know, you've had your own um, experiences around awakening. Is that something that you can share with the listeners right now? Like, how do you feel about your own level of awakening and when it happened? Yeah. So it happened 22 years ago. I was um, utterly miserable and kind of a classic story. At that time, I'd never heard of awakening, never heard of anyone who had. I, you know, the new age section of the bookstore was that weird place you didn't go. Um, I had only had one, you know, kind of religious train of thought, which was, you know, Midwestern Christianity. And um, there really wasn't any explanation other than I had gone into, you know, such extreme grief that it kicked something off in me and in my brain. And, um, and I do believe that consciousness is, it's all a capacity here and in your body. It's not magic out there. It's, Mm -hmm. it's just a capacity in here. So for example, if you take psychedelics, certain ones will open the capacity that's right there. That's at the moment shut down in your brain. Well, I had a similar experience having no idea what it was without any, you know, without any drugs inducing it, you know. Um, And I, I just, I'd asked a question. It wasn't even an important question. I was ripe for the, for, you know, for awakening. And it was like a funnel opened up above my head. And uh, I crawled out of that and explored the universe for who knows how long, probably a split second, as far as, you know, the actual earth real time. Um, but I saw everything and I saw the perfection of everything. I saw the beauty of everything. And, and, and that consciousness never left me. Now I still had this brain of Robin and all the synapses and all the bullshit to be fair, you know, that she has. Um, and I had all of that still here, but now I had an ever present perspective that has never left me, not once since then. And so even if Robin gets all caught up in something, and again, I don't mean to make it sound like there's split personality or whatever. It's just, it's just an ability to be conscious of something. Um, 
I, I also know it's okay. And so the research on awakening is very much, they call it fundamental well-being, that there is a ground of fundamental well-being, regardless of what's going on on the t- surface of the ocean, because there's a depth of the ocean that is, that I have access to. Uh, and I'm learning about it all the time, every day. It's a, it's really, even when I go to sleep at night, my intention is to learn more, to dream more, to become, you know, lucid in the hypnagogic state and play there. There's never, there's nothing that is not put through this mill of how can I be more conscious? What can I see that I would normally miss if I was just on autopilot? Well, and it's one of the things that I love about you is that you're totally open to all of this and not only open to it that you share in depth, not just your experience, but whatever wisdom that you've gleaned from all of it. Yeah. Um, Which is really amazing because a lot of people don't. And um, I really appreciate that that there is that robinness underneath it. Uh, it's actually one of the things that I loved about the training your inner warrior mm-hmm. was how you explain these levels and that it's all a part of who we are, you know, yeah. just, just because we reach this awakened um, altered state doesn't mean that we're inhuman and it's all a part of who we are. So the more humanness that we can share and help, map people through this journey, you know, the better off. Yeah. And I actually think the journey is evolving. So, Mm -hmm. so some of the earlier maps, they actually run out before you get to where some people are becoming, are are coming now, which is where some of the work with integral theory and Frederick Leloux's work with organizations and those kinds of things, they give you a, a map for going beyond what, you know, even, beyond what I've seen so far, for sure. Mm-hmm. So let's kind of talk about what you're uh, sharing on LinkedIn through the alchemical experience. And listeners, I just want to remind you that this is a conversation with Robin Rice, and you can find all of Robin's information on the Soulful Living page here at Empower Radio. We'll have the links to her LinkedIn, where she's really journaling all of this, and her website, BeWhoYouAre.com. Is there another website that I should add to that? Or My main website is RobinRice.com. Okay, yeah. So- Free inner warrior is at be who you are.com. Okay, awesome. So uh, let's talk about the great journey now through what you're sharing at LinkedIn. Maybe we can just break down each step a little bit to give the <laughs> listeners an idea, just even just what, a, what, a taste, boy. Right? just a taste of what it is so that they know, especially from a business perspective, because everything is shattered the way we looked at it, you know, uh, three months ago. Everything has changed. Yes. So you you can look at this as a leader. You can look at this through the lens of the product that you're creating, through the business that you have, any of those things. Everything that changes is subject to the alchemical transformation or has that option of alchemical transformation. So uh, it was hard enough to write that in, you know, I think it ended up being whatever, 20,000 words (laughs) of seven steps. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, but I wanted people to be able to feel it and go, oh yeah, okay, I get that. I get, I get how that might be. So, but the, you know, the first stage is fire and basically I'm not going to use all the alchemical terms. I'm just going to give you what it's about. You can look for those if you want, but fire burns the house down. 
And, you know, if you're in the hero's journey, it also is, that's how the hero's journey, it's the inciting event. It's the thing that starts everything off and it's never good, (laughs) right? Something's burned down. Something that used to be is burning down. And then the next stage is because you are so unsettled by everything that you've lost, all your emotions rise up, the water rises up. So you have fire and then you have water. Water rises up and all of your subconscious starts to bubble up and all the, you know, you're destabilized. And so, you know, I always say it's like, okay, burn something down to the ashes and then add a bunch of water and stir it up. It looks horrible. That's how it feels as well. Um, And then once this has been passed through, you come to the stage three, which is going to be separation, which is basically saying, okay, of this mess, what's left? Imagine a tornado hits a house and there's a, you know, rainstorm afterwards and you're picking through the house and well, okay, this works and this will function and this is good. This not so much. And so you do that with your life. You do that with your job. You do that with your product. You know, you can do it with a tennis shoe. Um, we're building a tennis shoe. What works, what doesn't work. Okay. All of that melted down and you know, whatever we got sued or who knows what, you know, and then what's left over that's a value. So you separate that. Now, most people and most processes, are just like, thank God that's over. We'll start again. And they just wait for the next fire. They don't actually transform and go forward. But if you pay attention at the end of that, you begin to have a spark of something, something divine, something more, something, I just call it something more, something more comes and there's a spark. And in alchemy, we call that the philosopher's child. It's the beginning of something. So you've taken your masculine and your feminine and your sorting, you've put in these two together, you've, 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 you've gotten them together after you've sorted, you get the, you know, masculine and feminine together. And there's a spark of something more that happens from that. And, um, this is really important in our culture today because our culture needs the masculine and the feminine. And we're really trying to bring this back together again. And, you know, we have all kinds of cultural interpretations of that. It seems like it's a fight, you know, we're trying to get equal wages, all those kinds of things. But really, you can't have a whole journey and a whole society if you don't have the masculine, which is that forward moving and the feminine, which is the one that makes it all worthwhile, mm-hmm. um, which is why the heroine's journey is comes in later. So you have these you have this philosopher's child, but it is very fragile. It does not mean that just because you planted this tiny seed in the ground, it is sprouted that some storm isn't going to blow it all away. And what's most likely is that the earlier you that's trying to grow into something new is going to get scared and it's going to go, oh, no, we're going back. We're just going to do it the way we did it before. The reason this is so important right now in our culture is because that's not not the ideal way to go. We were heading for a cliff. We were a herd of, you know, uh, wild animals heading for a cliff, ready to go. And we took this sudden left turn. And now we actually can look at things and say, okay, well, now we're not dead. We can, you know, we can look at things. So taking, and then, so you've got this spark and then it comes, you've got to distill this. You've got to, you know, you've got to go through this and you've got to refine it and you've just got to grow stronger and you go through test after test after test. And this is where the, you know, the old saying, it's like, you feel like your issues are a, an onion, you peel away one level and there it is again, deeper and deeper. So this is distillation. It's saying, we're going to make you even stronger by heating up your life, uh, capturing what's beautiful and perfect and amazing and getting rid of all the rest 
So if people feel like they keep going through death and rebirth, this is what it is. And then you come back in and it, it heats up again. The best part that was captured gets water added to it and heated up again. And then it gets impurities. And so by the time you're done, you have learned. And in, in say, in the psychedelic journey, most people say there's a central channel. You basically learn to go up for the distillation and come back down and bring it into earth, see where it works. It gets contaminated. It gets full of all your stuff. And so you heat it up and you just do this sometimes for decades, mm-hmm. you know, and in that journey, you become refined as a soul, as a spirit, as a being and more and more refined <clears throat> means more and more potent. And then eventually in the end, there is a breakthrough, which is not up to you. It's up to spirit. This is up to life to say, okay, now you get the breakthrough and the breakthrough is a real thing. It's not a, okay, you know, we won the prize. It's a real breakthrough in consciousness that happens. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's, that's it in a nutshell. I don't know. I hope that didn't go too long. (laughs) Oh no. I, you know, I could listen to it forever because it speaks to me, not just on a professional level, but on a personal level. And that's what I, one of the things that I absolutely loved about the series is that I could relate to it on so many levels that, you know, yeah, it is speaking about what's happening in, the business realm to a degree, but at the same token, it's what's happening on a personal level as well, especially now at this time when the world is in this pandemic, not only um, physically, but um, on a, uh, we won't get into all of it, but a political and racial level, especially here in the US, right? So we have this explosion that's happening and people are trying to figure out how do I move through this? What even is happening? And if you can look at it from, from the uh, place of, Oh, this is kind of like the alchemical experience. Then you have a tool to revert back to. Exactly. So if you can imagine all of the cracks in society are showing Mm -hmm. all the things that were hidden that we just accepted and went to, you know, we went to have our Starbucks and forgot about the, you know, whatever the children that are eating at home and, you know, all of the things that are going on That's stage two, because stage two is saying all that stuff is rising up. You can expect that unrest. You can expect the subconscious or the hidden to come out in Mm -hmm. stage two. Yeah, absolutely. And I loved how you used the word spark. You know, like, okay, now stuff has bubbled up and there's an opportunity to look at it um, on a personal level. I mean, I had a house fire, so I get all of this. I, I sorted through the shit and I went through that and rebuilt my life. You know, uh, in October, I fractured my femur and my business completely shifted. So, um, you know, so this place that we're in for me, it's a little breather because I already started to experience that in October when I, when I fractured my femur, but it it's happening on a personal level. And for so many people, that's what's happening. And then there's this spark and there's this piece of uh, the opportunity that you talked about, right? Looking for the opportunity, the sense of creativity that maybe you 
were that you didn't even think you had anymore because or ever had or ever had when the masculine and feminine come together whether you're a plant for most plants or an animal or a person or a business when the masculine and feminine together something new is created we make babies it's all sex it's like the whole world <laughs> we make babies inside of ourselves and the baby we make is ourselves mm-hmm. and, and our product becomes something more by bringing those together and that's the short-sightedness of our culture they think it's better to you know but you you have to have the creativity the imagination and you have to have the will which is the masculine to go make it happen you don't get just one so many so many feminine people i know have the creativity and so many masculine people i know not necessarily male and female have the will but it's until you get those two together that's why we have marriage yeah Oh, yeah, that's a beautiful way to look at it. And, you know, look at history, the yin and the yang and all of that, that creates that balance. And for so long, women, that feminine energy, um, they just haven't been uh, honored for what they bring to the table. It was relegated to the home because it made babies. That's where energy was put. We don't need to make more babies. <laughs> no, we don't. With especially with seven point five billion people on the planet, we don't need more babies. Um, not that they're not beautiful. No, yeah, exactly. But 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 that's women now are taking their creativity into other places, mm-hmm. and it's the smart masculine that says, "I'm getting me some of that yeah. to make something that'll actually work." But that takes a degree of humility on both sides. Right. You ha- you know, you can't just sit there with your beautiful imagination and not do anything. And you also can't sit there with, you know, your push, push, push and rape the planet and expect something new to come because that's the old stuff. Right. Well, Robin, we're just about down to the wire here. And um, this has been a great conversation. I feel like we need to have part two. Okay, sure. Um, maybe part three, maybe part seven and really explain the alchemical experience deeper. But uh, this has really been awesome. I, Listeners, I really hope that you'll check out Robin's work beyond here. And uh, I love for my guests to leave the listeners with some spark that they can take out into the world, maybe honoring their soul or their journey. Uh, What would that be for you? Most of the world is designed to tell you to go find what's wrong with you and fix it. Mm. I encourage you to find what's right and amplify it. Mm, oh, I love that. That gave me chills from head to toe. I love the word, the word alchemy, and I love the word amplify. So thank you. Thank you for being here with me. Thank you, thank you for sharing your teachings with the world. I'm so honored to be a part of it, and I can't wait for more. Thank you so much for having me. Do you ever feel that calling that you should be doing more with your life? If you're unhappy with the status quo, I can help. My name is Elias Patras, and I'm an intuitive motivator, psychic medium, and motivational speaker. I know that feeling, and on my podcast, Your Inner Voice, I can help you answer that call to step into your life's purpose. I will show you how to recognize and listen to the signs and signals that are all around us, 
and help you tap into your intuition. Join me for the show here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's connect, educate, and grow on this journey together.